This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Well, go check me, boo. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am very thrilled to be joined in studio straight from Dubai. A real housewife of Dubai, Nina Ali. Hi, how are you? I am great. I'm so excited to have you here. I, when we hear real housewives of Dubai, that is somebody I'm not expecting to get in the studio. And so I'm I'm very glad you're here. (laughs) You've, you've been in New York a couple times recently because you did watch what happens live a couple weeks ago. Um, How, how has it been this season? Just kind of the whole Bravo housewives experience. It's uh, definitely been an experience, a very memorable one, to say the least. It's it was very exciting. It was it was new. You know, Dubai has never had anything like that. So to bring a franchise that I've known since it started back in what 2006 with Orange County, it's a franchise that it's like well known everywhere. And to bring that to Dubai and to be on the cast was amazing. It's amazing. I we had Caroline Stanbury on the podcast a couple months ago, like right before the season premiered. Yeah. And she was talking about how this was really something new in Dubai. And every a lot of different people wanted to make a reality show and kind yes. of capitalize on this. You know, everybody knows Dubai is this glamorous place in the desert with all the tall buildings yeah. and the pretty people. And um, what was it like you kind of getting involved with this and obviously you were familiar with housewives before but the idea of doing something like this in dubai how did that strike you Uh, well first of all i have to say i manifested this when i got to dubai in 2011 january to be exact i would always tell my husband dubai needs a housewives like this city is alive it's like next level and the only thing missing is a housewife show. I actually wanted Bravo there too. I used to write the network, believe it or not. I'm like, can we get the Bravo network? Um, but yeah, so I feel like I manifested it. It kind of fell into my lap. It was meant to be. And I'm so happy because I feel like, okay, so we have all these amazing housewife franchise, but they're all in the US. And this one, you actually get to see a totally different country different cultures and it's just it's different i mean you've seen it completely Mm -hmm. different than what you know and i think it's really exciting and you know hats off to bravo and everybody involved at the casting that you as a group of six women on Mm -hmm. this show are all come from different backgrounds there's you know different religions you different countries represented different languages like it is so unique and i don't know if most places you could really have that like you do in dubai with everybody yeah. coming from somewhere else yeah it's a melting pot of people from all around the world and that's what i love about it and you know even when my kids you know they go to school if you look at their classroom it's it's filled with like these adorable little kids that all have different backgrounds different religions different cultures and i love that they're exposed to that and i'm exposed to that myself you know so it's nice it's nice Totally. So when I talked to Caroline, one thing that she said that I was a little surprised by was she said that you were a little reluctant to do 
Housewives at the beginning and she maybe had to talk you into it yeah. a little bit. Do you, would you say that's accurate? It is accurate. Yeah. You know, it, it's, even though I've always said, I want to do it, I want to do it. It was, you know, when it's actually there and someone says, Hey, let's do it. You're like, do I really want to do it? <laughs> because here's the thing, you know, I mean, I lead a very, you know, social life in Dubai and everything, but you know, but for instance, my husband's more private. Plus I've, you know, I've, my, my kids have to be a part of this is the housewife. So they want to see your family. Um, so I was a bit hesitant in that aspect. Yes. What was, what was the process? Like, were you approached by someone from casting? Was it yeah, a friend so, or? Yeah. Yeah. So I was recommended by a couple of people, one of them being on the show as well. And so, uh, the casting director reached out to me and then we did this, you know, he spoke with me on the phone. Then we did this lengthy, you know, interview process on zoom. Then it was just like a few calls here and there, uh, lots of videos. And then summertime came around and they're like, let's do this. I said, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Are you regretting that decision at all these days? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, no matter what, all the good, the, the ups and downs, doesn't matter. You always get something out of it. There's mm -hmm. always something positive, whether it's growth, a learning lesson. Um, it was funny because when I was approached for The Housewives, I also had another uh, reality show that I committed myself to. So by the time Housewives came back and Bravo was like, okay, we want you to do this. I was like... But it was a it was a quick decision. I was right. Like, Bravo, Netflix. Okay. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean You gotta love Bravo. You gotta love Bravo. And of course, like you Bravo. said, it goes all the way back to 2006 with Orange yes. County, and there's all of this history, and you're all gonna be it. you're gonna be at BravoCon, if I'm not mistaken, yes, of this course. fall. I can't I'll see wait. You, I'll I see you there. Wait. I can't wait either. Yeah. I mean, it, you're you're just joining this kind of legacy of all of these franchises that, you know, nobody yeah. else has that. Yeah. It's very exciting. I love that. And we're the first international franchise. And I think saying like that, the first international franchise and talking about how unique Dubai is as a place, you're kind of taking this opportunity to introduce the world and people in America and wherever yeah. else are watching this show to yeah. where you call home and where you yes. have made your family and all of this stuff. And like, that has to be a really exciting opportunity. It is. It is. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about Dubai and that's why I'm just like, oh my God, I can't wait for the world to see this. You'll see how we actually live, how the society is here, how the people are here. Cause there's a lot of misconceptions, rightfully so. But you know, the feedback that I've had so far from people is like, wow, I can't wait to come to Dubai or wow, you guys are this. And, and it's like, people are seeing how we're living, you know, and I'm, I'm originally Lebanese, but I'm American. I grew up here. I was, you know, we moved here when I was what, four and a half years old. So I'm as an American living abroad in this like amazing city, amazing country. And I get to share that with the world. Yeah. It's really cool. But it, and it's fun to see the, the difference between some of you guys, the expats on the show and Sarah, who's like from exactly from the Emirates originally, like it is cool to see all of you guys kind of coexisting yeah. in that way. Yeah, it is. That's what I was saying. It's like a melting pot of people. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. 
For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honeylove honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. I'm curious to hear about your friendship with Caroline Stanbury because especially earlier in the season, both of you mentioned a couple times that you weren't always each other's cup of tea necessarily and you didn't always get along. Was there... I'm curious about the trajectory of your relationship, whether when you knew that you were going to be doing this show together, did that make you want to be friends with her more or was it kind of, how did that happen? No, no, not at all. Um, So first of all, I've known Stanberry for many years. Mm. You know, we run in the same circle, the social circle. Um, I don't go out as much, you know what I mean? Like I'm more of like a homebody and I kind of stay my own bubble. Uh, So I would, you know, we've even like, we've, we're in the same social circle We've had, you know, we have mutual friends, so we're like at dinners together, all of that, but we've never really given each other that chance to get, we've even hosted, imagine, we've hosted an event together for Harper's Bazaar once, <laughs> and it's like we sat across each other, we did our thing, we gave our speeches, hosted the ladies, went our own separate ways. So I always felt she was standoffish, but the funny thing is she felt the same about me, so I wasn't very fond of her. Um, but here's the funny thing, it's like before we started the show, she, you know, she called me. She's like, why don't we do something? Come over for lunch. I was like, okay. So I went where we, she was staying at a resort at that time. So we just met up, hung out. And the funny thing is, we were just getting along. Like I was very hesitant in the beginning, you know, because it takes time to know people. Mm. You can't just meet somebody in the beginning. But the funny thing is, the more I hung out with her, it just, it just felt, I don't know, very natural. Right. And we just laughed. Yeah. It was easy to be friends with her. I was like, who are you? And why weren't you this person before? And she goes, well, you were always this. I was like, no, because uh, I felt you were this way. So she kept her distance because she thought I was like stuck up and this. And I was like, but I felt the same about you. It's so Dubai to say she was staying at a resort at that time. She was. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right, right. Okay. She really was. It was funny. <laughs> so I went there and then, you know, and then she gifted my daughter a turtle, which for me was like. That was, mm. that was, she gifted her the first uh, pet and, you know, turtles are good luck. And, and to be honest with you, it's just sort of like, it's just easy to be her friend. And we yeah. kind of just developed this friendship. You know, it's not about time, you know, it's about the, you know, it's not about the uh, quantity. It's not about the, yeah, the quantity. It's about the quality. Right. So it's just, I don't know. And I like to be around people that just make it easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like the drama and I don't like this you know, the competition. I don't, you know, I just like people that are just chill and easy to to be around. I think it's interesting. Sometimes when you meet someone or m- make an acquaintance as an adult, it's like, you're busy, you have kids, you have a business, all yeah. this stuff. You might even, even if you really like them, you might only see them, you know, here and there at an yeah. event or at a, you know, a party, a charity, whatever. Yeah. But with housewives and filming a show like this it's sort of a unique environment because you're being brought together 
consistently yes, yeah. and repeated, you know, you're seeing the same group of women. So maybe somebody that you never really thought to kind of explore that friendship with yeah. all of a sudden it's like, well, Here's we're going to be together yeah. 15 times in the next two months. Exactly. I would rather be good friends with at least a couple of these ladies than kind yeah. of just like coworkers. And if I wasn't, that was going to be fine. That would have just played out in the show. Mm. But it actually worked out to where we did get along. So why is that so wrong? Right. We saw you in last week's episode. Yeah. Kind of find yourself in the middle of a sticky situation mm. with Caroline Brooks and uh, Sarah. Yes, 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 yeah. And I'm I'm curious, it seems to me like, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what we've met of you and seen you on the show, it seems like finding yourself in the middle of other people's drama <laughs> isn't where you like to be. I don't, but so, then I'm always trying to fix things, right. you know? Like, if you come to me and you're upset, and then I'm like, oh, you know, it's just natural for me. Like, it's just nature for me. Like, it's just, it's like part of my nature, you know? I just want to fix things, and I want to make everybody, like, Kind of, you know, like I know Sarah, mm -hmm. I know Brooks, and I'm like, Brooks, I understand your your feelings are valid, but I also know that was not Sarah's intention. Let's fix this. And you know, uh, when Brooks called me at six in the morning, she was very upset, very frantic, rightfully so. Nobody wants to be told what to do with their children. So, but she actually told me, she's like, call her and find out why she did that. So that's what mm -hmm. I did. So I was trying to fix the situation. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think I think she conveniently left out the part that she, she wanted that she wanted you to talk to Sarah about it. Because yeah. watching the show, it maybe I think some people could have said, "Oh, well, that was messy of Nina to yes. call Sarah." Yes, and you were kind of you know playing telephone a little bit. Yeah. But in that the way that you just said, it actually makes sense that you could be the one to sort of start building yeah. the bridge to yeah. figuring out what went wrong. Yeah, listen, I don't get in anybody's business if I don't have to. <laughs> like, who wants to get in between that, right? Mm. But, you know, as a friend, she reached... When you're calling someone at 6 o'clock in the morning, it's serious. I mean, I'm over here sipping my coffee before my kids wake up, and I'm like, Brooks is calling. I was like, hello, and then I could hear it in her tone. And so, yeah, so I was just helping her, and I wasn't in the right state of mind to begin with. I was going through a very hard time as right. well. But I was like, you know what? We're going to see each other tomorrow. Let me fix it. You know? So that's what I did. She asked me to fix it. So I fixed it, but I think she forgot that mm. she told me, or maybe she was just full of emotions. She was a bit intoxicated. Yeah. So I think she forgot because I was like, you asked me to. I mean, now she'll say it. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I did ask you to. I was like, Caroline, so why are you coming after me? <laughs> Caroline Brooks is a big fan of those early morning phone calls. They she get her is. in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, it was like an hour and a half phone call, finish my coffee, my kids got, I mean, it was just, <laughs> but you know, I'm that person that I will be there. I will let you talk. I will let you vent, you know, that's right. just, you know, I would want that too. Sometimes we all need that extra, you know. And I think know. it's important in a group like this to have people like you who are willing to kind of listen to both sides yeah. and, you know, try and be rational about yeah. And that's why she called me. Yeah. She's like, you know, you're the only person I could think of that would understand and that could help me. You know? mm -hmm. and, and that's why she called me. Like you said, at that time on the show, you were really going through a lot. We saw yeah. that your dad was in the hospital. Yeah. What was going through your head when you had that conversation with Caroline Brooks at the engagement party? Because I knew you were really hurt by what she said. Yeah, I was just like, I just was thinking to myself, not today. Like, I, I can't. Like, I want to. And, and I usually do. But I just needed that time where I just couldn't. Like that day was mm -hmm. just not the day. It took every ounce of energy in me to even show up. 
You know what I mean? Like right. I had to do my makeup twice because I couldn't stop crying. Like I, I actually, after that whole situation uh, with my father, I cried so much. I developed like the worst eye infection. So you'll see in a lot of the scenes I'm wearing glasses, mm -hmm. but that's because I developed a horrible eye infection. Um, but it was just, she's there. And to be honest with you, half the stuff she was saying, I wasn't processing. I just couldn't right. process. Like my mind was just like, I'm like, okay, she's talking this. She's the one that told me to call her. She's yelling and screaming at me. Why isn't she talking to Sarah? Right. And there's that kind of, th that thing in your brain, it's like the fight or flight where it's like, yes. I can't do this with I, you right I can't now. Right like now. that's not today. I, if you need to yell at someone, that's you yeah. can you have your feelings are your feelings but yeah. like I can't be I can't be that one yeah yeah and I and I was willing to sit and yeah. hear her out I knew she was hurt so I was like yeah but the the minute she started attacking me and raising her voice I was like oh no this I cannot do what I do you think do. about this a few people in the cast have said it that Sarah has a little bit of an issue sometimes with being preachy or yeah. giving advice that isn't welcome but you seem to kind of understand her wavelength a little more maybe. I do I do I mean look I can see why they would say that but at the same time don't ask for someone's opinion if you are gonna take it the wrong way like when Sarah, Sarah always comes from a good place she's not giving you advice just because she's sitting there and she has nothing else to do like hey let me tell you what you know this and that but like some of these girls would like ask her for advice they'd call her you know on the phone you know, on camera, off camera, behind the scenes. So it's like for her, she's going to give you the, if you come to her for help or advice, she's going to give it, give that to you. So if you don't want to hear it, don't ask for it. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I don't know if Caroline Brooks feels like she did ask for it, but I, yeah. I mean, everybody has a different way. And, of, and you know, they're both valid. Yeah. They're both valid. Yeah. I understand. But, and that's the thing. That's why I wanted to fix it. Cause mm. I could understand both sides. Like Caroline was really hurt. And I felt that like, I was like, okay. But I also know that, Sarah's not coming from the place you think she's coming. Right. I even feel that watching these shows sometimes, if I say I see both sides of something, yeah. people are like, I oh, don't like, you don't, yeah. you don't want to make anyone mad or, you know, pick a side. And but it's, it's like, not about that. Sometimes I do see both sides. Yeah. Like there are. Because you're an yeah. outsider. So it's easy. Right. But when you're in it, you don't, because you think you always think your side is the right side. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you're an outsider, you're kind of looking at both sides and you're like, I could see why she's this way. And I understand your point, you know? Totally. Yeah. I, I think we also, um, you know, like Lisa really is not, not into what Sarah has to say sometimes with yeah. the advice and it's, it is tough. I, I think Sarah seems like the kind of person who really feels like she has, you know, something to give in that situation. Because so she's been through a lot, right? She's been through a lot. So, you know, she's done her therapy. She's been through things. She's been through so much that she feels like if she can give you some advice that she wishes she had, when she was going through the things, why not? So she's just, I think with Sarah, she tries to share her experiences with people, mm -hmm. you know? Totally. And not everybody's always going to be. Not everybody wants to hear. So it. receptive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from 
start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. So when you were on Watch What Happens Live a couple weeks ago, you were paired with Caroline Brooks, yes. and you guys seemed to have a nice, you know, yeah. relationship with each other compared to what we saw that scene in the desert when you guys when you said yeah. you're done with her. How did you kind of come back from that? Because it seems like at least on some level you're all right. Yeah, yeah, we're we're okay. And I think you know when you watch the next few episodes, you'll see how we kind of you know got back to that place of peace together. Um, but yeah, we worked it out. Mm-hmm. You'll just have to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I noticed on that episode, you were asked some shady questions. And you, you and they ask me shady questions at all. I'm like, I don't like to be shady. But if I have to be shady, it's only when I'm I'm throwing back the shade. Right. So you you said that Chanel Ayan was the thirstiest in the group and that Lisa was the biggest pot stirrer. I'm curious. I think those are pretty correct assessments from watching the show. Okay. Did you that's he- good to see. That, did- <laughs> that's good to hear as an outsider. Did you hear from either of them in response to no. those comments? No. No? No. I mean, look, Ion went on to watch what happens live. Okay. Uh, I thought we were good. I thought she was my friend, you know? And then I realized friends don't do that. You know what I mean? So I was like, Really? But then I saw as the as the season was going along, I was like, okay, so she's the type that calls me, laughs on the phone with me, tells me I love you, but then she's dragging me in the confessionals and and, and on live, you know, TV. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is, you know. How did it hit you when you were watching the episode where they called, I think they, they called you boring and this is like a baked oh, potato call- or something? Like- yeah, uh, I think baked potato was on Andy's show. Okay. <laughs> There are a few Mashed things. potatoes. What like what what's is wrong that? with potatoes? They're good. I love a potato. Kathy Hilton likes a potato with some caviar. I mean, what's so like? How does that hit you when you're watching it on TV? And well, you see- I mean, the the thing is, like at first I laughed. I was like, is she serious? And this is coming from you know, like I said, like I, I think she's a beautiful woman, but like you know, if you want to compare, like potatoes well you're like a dollar tree version of iman like mm. you know what i mean so it's just i don't know i like ion i really liked her but she was very disappointing mm. you know she really disappointed me because i stuck up for her a lot a lot i think so it hurt yeah. it hurt it's always interesting especially on a first season show like this to see kind of who people are once Yes. Once the cameras are up and then yes. in a different way, once the fans are watching the show mm-hmm. and there's the Twitter game and there's oh, the, Twitter's crazy. you know, the watch what happens live yeah. and all of that stuff. And it, there is an element of performance to it. Even it, that can be a good thing or a bad thing. But, you know, I imagine being in the group and being friends with these people that that can be sort of a tough thing to deal with that. It's yeah. like, Oh, now that we're now that people are, following us on Instagram and watching the show. 
You want to throw it, the, the energy's a little yeah. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and you know, I question why. Why would someone do that? Is it for the attention? Is it for like what? Like I need it to make sense to me. Why? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Because you're all, I mean, you're all on the same show. You're all. Yeah, I've, you're all, I've been consistent with right. everybody. Now things have changed because I've seen things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've seen things and I've watched things. And now I'm like, really? And then, you know, you see things in the press that they say. And I'm like, uh, you're calling me a what? And I'm a what? And it's like, you know exactly who I am. Dubai knows who I am. Mm-hmm. Maybe the U.S. doesn't. But like, it doesn't make you look good when you're talking about someone and all of Dubai knows who you're talking about. And it's like, if anybody's this way, it's you. You know what I mean? Like, we know who she is. You know what I mean? So it's like, it is, I mean, what if I've been called a flip-flopper, a skyscraper, a social climber? Social climber, I always say is my favorite because Uh I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't social climb anyone. I've already been in the the social scene for so many years, longer than any of them. Um, you know, okay, Ayan was modeling back in the days, but like, you know, for me, you know, what what is a social climber? Because you have to drag me out of my house to go anywhere. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, I'd rather be in my PJs at home. Like, you have to drag me. And like, my social circle is not the social circle you see on social media. Mm. Like, I hang out with a type of different type of people that don't are not even on social media. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's that's a different type of circle. So I think they're trying to say that I'm friends with Stanberry because I'm social climbing. But I'm like, how am I social climbing? I've been in Dubai longer than her. Um, right. You know, it's like, it doesn't, I'm trying to see where they're getting their information. Right, like, I guess. Unless they're just deflecting off themselves. Well, I mean, you could say Stanberry has been on Bravo before. She's done the reality TV thing. So maybe she has some kind but of I've known that before. fan base outside of, but. Okay, uh, right, right, but right. I've known her for how many years? I would have yeah. tried, if I really cared for that, and I'm sorry, but you know how many celebrities I meet in Dubai? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've been doing social media since what my my son after he started, I stopped nursing him. So I've been doing social media. I don't know for how many years now. Right. You know, like the type of celebrities I get put with, and yeah. and besides my my circle, when you know who my social social circle is, people are social climbing on me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Even Michael, our good friend, Michael, he's in the show. You saw Michael? Yeah. Caroline's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. He he laughed when he saw that, you know, like the whole social climber thing. He's like, if anything, we're social climbing on you. Like he's being funny. But yeah. I was like, you know, but people will put things out there just to make you look a certain way to everybody else. And that's fine. You just laugh it off. Have you noticed anyone in Dubai kind of now that you're on the show? You know, is there anybody that's kind of trying to angle in there for like, Oh, I want to be on season two or like if I if I get closer to somebody that's on the show, maybe I'll kind of be in that orbit. Like, have you experienced that? At I mean, all? not personally, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends and I recommended a lot of my friends. But again, a lot of my friends are not in the whole, you know, they don't. Right. You know, they, they're just you. they don't do stories and social like they don't. They're like, no, it's not for us. Uh, so for me personally, I haven't experienced it, but I've seen other people try to get in with friends or or you'll see them at a social event where, or when we're recording or anything they mm-hmm. want to be in. But I mean, it's housewives. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> well, I know we're, uh, we're, we're a cool franchise. I know uh, Phaedra Park said she might buy yes, a house in Atlanta. What do you I think know. about what do you think about maybe a, a little more Phaedra season two? 
You know, I haven't met her. I didn't get to meet right. her, but Brooks told me when she comes back, she'll arrange. I would love to meet her. She seems so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a firecracker. I lo- and I love firecracker people. Yeah. I love people that are firecrackers that don't try to be firecrackers. Like you can tell right. when she's on, t- like when you're watching her, you could just tell that's her real personality. And right. I love that, you know? Right. There is that. I don't know anything about her history mm-hmm. though. I, yeah. I, I know I've heard mixed reviews about her, but I'm like, from what I see, I was like, I like her. Like yeah. I could jive with her. There is, Yeah, it is interesting. Sometimes you can kind of sense when somebody has that sort of like it factor naturally and when it's like they've decided that this is the that's their it the character a little bit exactly yeah well so you are smart yeah thank thank you you're smart as well you've been watching housewives (laughs) i have watched probably too much housewives but (laughs) i'm gonna catch up you know i haven't watched housewives in about i would say maybe seven years now okay i know so i don't know nothing about the new franchises besides what i see like on instagram uh, you know, about, uh, I think there's Salt Lake, there's Potomac. Yeah, Potomac's like, great. I heard, but what I said is now that we're done with the season, mm-hmm. I'm literally going to spend the next month or two and I'm going to binge watch everything I haven't watched. You got to. And it'll then be, Lisa Vanderpump left. Yeah. I didn't know that, you know? <laughs> well, now I do, but yeah, like, you I missed, didn't. No, you missed a lot of I missed a lot. A lot. I missed a lot. So there's a lot. I, I'm going to binge watch and like, I'm going to be ready in a few months for all of them. I mean, yeah, you're going to go to BravoCon and you're going to. Yeah, I'm going to be like, I know your story. I know your story. <laughs> I know. I, I binge watch. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, so now that you have, you're, you know, getting through your first season, I'm curious if there, how has the experience compared to your expectations? Have you been surprised by anything or, you know, any downsides? You know, as far as like show wise, uh, 
I feel like it was definitely an experience, uh, something I've never done before. Uh, I think there was a lot of growth in it as well. I, I was able to do something that I've always said I'm going to do one day. And mm -hmm. to know that I, that actually happened kind of is like one of those things like, oh, cool. You know, I'm part of like this franchise that I've always loved. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, to me, Housewives is Housewives. Like, don't knock it. You know what I mean? Like, it's what. And here's the funny thing. The people that knock it are the ones that are watching it. So <laughs> grab your popcorn and sit down. Um, but it, it was a, it was definitely a lot of growth in there. Um the only disappointing thing I would say is probably realizing that certain people were were not who I thought they were. Yeah. That would probably be the only, I mean, look, it was sometimes a lot of work. It was a lot of this, but I, I took it all as positive, you know, like I had a good time. I was tired a lot. I cried sometimes, you know, yeah. and for me, it was unfortunate that my father's situation took up a lot of that. Um, because I mean, he was in the hospital for a whole month and then, you know, it was the after effect. And so like, even when I was in the scenes in the moment, half of me was not, mm. and I could see that now that I watched the show back, I could see those moments where I was like, if I could just have made it a different month or something like that, yeah. I would have been, I feel like I would have been more myself or you would see more of who Nina really is. But at the same time, I feel like I was kind of crippled with that, mm. you know, trauma that I was going through with him because it was a constant. You know? Absolutely. And there's no way to, you know, you can't turn that off. I could, I couldn't, yeah. I tried, trust me, if there was a way to do it, I tried, but I showed up, mm. I showed up and I did my best. Speaking of showing up, you have a reunion that yes. you're going to be showing up to. How yes. are you feeling about reunion? That's a whole, obviously that's an iconic thing yeah. to sit down with Andy and all of that. And it's your first time. What's the mindset going in? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm actually ready for it. I'm ready for it. It, it, I am a bit anxious, a bit nervous, um, but I'm ready for it because I just have so many questions. You know, like I, I have so many things I want to say, but I also have so many questions of like, why would you say this? Why would you tell me this and go behind my back and say that? Like, what did I do to you that you feel the need to just drag? Like that for me is like, I'm ready for that. I want to clear the air. Yeah. And you know? one thing that you have taken a different path than some of your castmates is you have not been all over Twitter this season. Yes. We've had some some interesting moments on Real Housewives of Dubai Twitter. There's been a lot of back and forth, even some with Lisa Rinna was happening. Yeah, Just a lot of, a lot of kind of noise that yeah. has been happening on Twitter. And you yeah. really have stayed out of that. And do you feel like because of, do you feel like that has kind of given you more to talk about at the reunion? Cause you haven't been ha well, hashing it out every week. Yeah. Online? I mean, trust me, it's, so easy to want to hash it out in the moment because you know you're 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 upset you've got all these emotions mm -hmm. and you just want to like say your side because you know i did i i'm on twitter again but like literally just to check i don't even right. tweet i hardly i think the last thing i tweeted was with andy because it was it was like he looks so cute with his little smile yeah, I and that. i love me some andy <laughs> i love andy um i love my husband more but i do love andy uh, but, but so for me it was it's just i kind of took a break from that because I was new to the Twitter world. Like I, I didn't even know I had an account since 2008, I think, but like I never used it. Right. But then you see, I started using it when we started right. Housewives because people told me like, oh, you should tweet, blah, blah, blah. But then when I realized my own castmate, you know, I'm trying to, you know, justify something from the scene and then my castmate is dragging me and then being mean and hostile. I was like, 
uh, you know what? I'm not playing in this dirty. The Twitter back and forth. You're never going to get closure. You're never going to. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to say, oh, you're right. Sorry. I, I made a mistake. The reunion, I feel like, is more of that arena where this is the whole reason we're here. Yeah. There's going to be maybe you're not going to leave, you know, the best of friends. But at the very least, we're all going to sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Maybe in a civilized way. As we say, inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> From your mouth to God's ears. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see the rest of the season. And I'm so excited that you were able to join me in the studio I today. I know. I love the studio. Yeah. This is cute. You're giving me ideas for my office. Okay. I even like this. Yeah, we got the little the little Betches yeah. sign on the wall. Right. You might see that in the back of my office. Is okay. that trademarked? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. <laughs> you can write, uh, what is that? L- lipstick mommy? You can yes. have it on the wall behind you. Lipstick mommy, bitches. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, Nina, thank you so much. It's been a thank pleasure you for having with you. me. Thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.